What's good, Josh? Your man, DJ Playboy, back with another episode of the Perfect Talk Podcast. Back again. Yeah. We are in the building this morning, man. As usual, I'm with my homeboys, my partner in crime, my dog. Girl, scream like I'm Keith. Stick it, do that, do that, do that, do that, do that, do that, do that. Sing. What's good, y'all? Gotta take it. Gotta take it there on them, man. What's going on, brother? Good morning. Hey, good morning to you. It's an early one. It is, man. Feeling good out here? Yeah. Oh, snow. How's the weather out there, man? I woke up with snow on the cars this morning. Oh, in the New York metro areas, it's just raining. No, no, actually, it's not even raining no more. It's just cold. It was raining two days ago, then it just got into a little cold snap. It, uh, it's been hit, yo. It's been brick ass out here, man. <laughs> like, yeah. I ain't gonna front. That shit. It's that time, though. It's not even... I've, I've learned to stop being that person that's like, New York is cold. <laughs> Texas is hot. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you lived there for years. Just you either live there and deal with the weather and stop complaining about it. They, uh, right. but, but speaking of, like, other parts of the, the world, you know what I'm saying? Uh, climate, uh, cli- different climates in the country. The climax gotta, change. <laughs> I gotta uh, definitely send... I would just throw some prayers out to California. They got dealing with the wildfires out there. Yeah, yeah and then Trump uh, get, uh, sent out some kind of tweet or something saying, um, you know, you ain't getting no no federal help unless y'all, until y'all get y'all shit together. That's pretty much what he has said. Yeah, yeah, I read it this morning. Basically saying that <clears throat> this fire is y'all fault and y'all should be yeah. taking better care of the forest out there. And, the wild- and I'm just like, he's an idiot. <laughs> so or- it's like not even newsworthy when he does idiotic stuff, but it, it's... It's actually, I think, more, I guess, a slap in the face because he was or, or is still is a celebrity, and a lot of celebrities happen to be affected by this. Right. So it's like, man, you can't even for your own, <laughs> for your right. own people, you just gonna like, damn, you know what I mean? Like, just to prove a point. And he's the president of the United States too, man. It's just, he's a goofy ass president. But uh, for Katy Perry, I guess, uh, called him out about it. Um, I think John Legend might have said something too, and it's like. I see the story and I'm like, is this even like newsworthy? Because it's just so you're just so used to him doing stupid stuff. But it is newsworthy because people need to be reminded. Like, <laughs> just, the president's goofy. Yeah. He's literally a goofy dude. People burning up. I read early early on in the tra- in the um in the crisis. I read about like five people who they found them dead in the car, but they having a tough time identifying them. You know what I'm saying? Imagine that's how <clears throat> that's what convinced me that this fire is truly wild. Like. You're in a car, like you couldn't even escape it. You know what I'm saying? You're in a car trying to drive outdoors, mm-hmm. like not in a crib where like you couldn't make your way to a front door or out a window or something. Like you're in a car outdoors and you could escape to somewhere, but that's not possible because of the fire. Mm-hmm. And then you die because of the fire, pretty much. You get cooked inside your car, and then to hear something like that from the president of the United States, you're better off saying nothing about it. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. What um. And the thing with wildfires is, and I'll, I'll be honest with you, I'll be uh, transparent, 34-year-old man, I never really thought about the effects of a wildfire and how you kind of evacuate that and how necessarily it could destroy you. You know what I'm saying? I just kind of, you, you hear the word fire, you're like, all right, get away. Get mm-hmm. as far away as possible. Let the firefighters do what they do. But, you know what I mean? Until, like, you, it sounds like you heard a news story about that and it kind of, like, changed your perspective on how people are actually dying from there. Like, I read an article, was it, I think last year they were dealing with fires um, in the California area as well. Uh, for a long time, I'm just reading some of the articles and the victims uh, recounting the uh, the effects that it had on them, and the um, sorry, the 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 experience that they had, 
it's just like, damn, you know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people have that same thing you have with hurricanes. They're like, eh, it's probably not going to hit us, you know what I'm saying? Like, I probably don't want to miss a day of work. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like, and then it's, it just ends up being too late. Like, I read somewhere that, that that fire was burning at a rate of 80 football fields per minute, which That's I can't crazy. even fathom my mind around something moving that fast. Yeah, man. And, and, it's, and, like, it's, uh, and it's the desert out there, too. So there's a wind blowing. All you need is a spark to blow your direction, not a fire over there. Right, exactly. And they're actually dealing with three fires in the California area because um, the Lakers game was in Sacramento yesterday, and there's a fire over there, and it actually was, uh, had smoke inside of the um, arena. Yeah. In that and, year, during the shoot-around and stuff like that. And this is right on the heels of the mass shooting. That, and that is is actually in the area where they where they are experiencing fire right now, but you're right, that is on the um, – the heels of the tragic Thousand Oaks shooting that we had uh, earlier this week. Thoughts and prayers uh, to the victims from that. And that, it, it was crazy. I was talking to somebody yesterday. We walked by a flag, and they were like, oh, the flag's at half mass." And I said, it's been like that since the shooting. And then I realized I had to specify it was the synagogue shooting. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. it's like, that's like so disgusting to where we are at as, as a country that it's just so common now. You know what I mean? Like, it, it really is um, almost desensitized to these mass shootings. Like, like literally, people had to show portraits of the victims on their cell phones, you know what I'm saying? To yeah. get an emotional response out of people. Because if they don't, it'll get forgotten in the next news story. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because we're just so... That's, that's We just move on to the next thing. And, it's, and the fire started the next day. You know what I'm saying? The fires got crazy the next day. So, it, it just... To me, it just disgusts me where we are as a country. And, right. You know what I mean? I know we could get better. I know we, we could find a way. We just got to really have these hard conversations, work on the solution. And, and it's, 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 I think, double sad to me because this is Veterans Day weekend, man. Shout out to all the vets out there that have, have given service to this country that something like this would, would happen, like you said, right on the – before that, before the day when we honor veterans. You know what I mean? Today's the day, Veterans Day. Tomorrow's the day we observe it. But, like – that he he's a, uh, was a veteran dealing with what sounds like post-traumatic stress syndrome, uh, among other issues. And it's just like, you don't even know what to say. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't even, you don't even yeah, it's hard crazy. to find words. Hard to, and definitely hard to make sense from things like that. You know what I mean? So just every prayers and, and thoughts uh, for everybody out there. And, and you know what I mean? Like, on the show, we've we, we always given our thoughts and prayers to people dealing with uh, mass shootings. Uh, terrorism and also, you know, like natural disasters, and I'm hoping as things move on that it won't. It, the first two, you know, what I mean, could be eliminated. Natural disasters is something that you know we we got to deal with, but the the stuff that is within our control, you know, what I mean, I'm hoping that reduces drastically. Yeah, definitely. Control guns. Yeah, man. But uh, just to lighten things up a little bit, you know what I mean? Uh, it's good to have you heard. Have you heard, man? Maybe put me on. Put me on. So what's what's out there next? What's out there in the world? We have not done Have You Heard in a while. It's back, man. It's click ahead something. And I bring it to the forum, man. I bring it to the people. And I want to know, have you heard? And also what your views are, are on that particular subject. So we'll start light. You know what I mean? We'll start light. My man, Little Wayne, performed on SNL last night. And I'm not going to lie, bro. I I thought it was. I didn't think I'd ever see that again. 
Why, why <laughs> I, you didn't think that you'd ever see that again? I just felt like when he was going through, when he couldn't release music with his, mm-hmm. uh, I guess, what, lawsuit with, with Birdman or whatever. Oh, you mean like back then, like after all that stuff going yeah. going on, you didn't. Like think I, I figured had... I'd see him perform maybe if someone on someone else's song or something like that. But it's to see him performing his own music. He has his own project out. Is doing pretty good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that. That's that's incredible to me, man. And it just shows perseverance. You know what I mean? Because. The other three members of the Hot Boys really didn't do that. You know what I'm saying? Or, or I guess maybe Juvenile did. <laughs> you know what I mean? But not to this extent. You know what I mean? Right. So I, that that's amazing to me. Uh, I don't even know. How do you, that's a lot of historical perspective. Because when you say you ain't think that he'd ever be on SNL again, I'm like, well, well did him and Lauren Michaels get into some kind of beef or something? Oh, like no, you're no. talking about like the whole, through the whole context of the history of the Hot Boys in Louisiana rap. Yeah, and ba- people dealing with babies saying that, you know what I mean, the money situation and all that. Like, uh, Birdman, I mean, like, like, that's just incredible. I'm happy for him. Perseverance, bro. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? I'm sure a lot of people turned their back. was like, damn, we'll never hear another Weezy album. Or- <laughs> and they literally kissed and made up. Are they cool? I don't know. I think, well, they, at the very, like, I think it was like a handshake thing. I don't know the full details of it, but they did. I don't know if it was at a concert or something. Like, Baby came on stage. Recently. Yeah, recently. Okay. Like, in the last year, sometime. How wild! How wild would that be if they little Wayne's just broke rocking with him from now on? Like he, he the Diddy in the background, he the Shook Knight in the background once again. Word. I don't know. Be like, what in the hell? (laughs) What's going on? Nah, but uh, shout out to Lil Wayne, man. People definitely uh, mixed reviews with the album. Mixed reviews. Uh, Some people really, really like it. Some people not feeling it. But I, I felt like Lil Wayne's a mixed review rapper. He is not gonna please everybody all the time. Like just with his Carter three was a big crowd pleaser. It was. It was right. It was right on time too. <laughs> it was like, oh man, just hits in a row. But he was yeah. everything. I think you you have that. What's the word? I want you have that LeBron kind of Jordan esque period of your career where you could do nothing wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like right. <laughs> you just and then you have to hit at that point. You know what I mean? If you don't hit it hard, you could definitely fade out. So, yeah, definitely. You, you gotta. Uh, and I think that's where he was at at that moment in time. He, everything was moving right. He was he never let up. You know what I'm saying? And he just kept his momentum rolling to the point where you know he sold a million. That was the one that went, sold a million in in a week, right? I think yeah. Yeah, I think so. That that, that was released around the same time as like uh, was it graduation or late graduation? Uh, that was the third. Yeah, yeah. It came, yeah. Eighteen month period. Yeah, yeah. Around that. Yeah, exactly. Fifty Cent and and graduation. I think came yeah. out around the same time. So yeah, you're right about that. Um. Have you heard? This isn't even like like I think it, well maybe when the school year had started this year, so it's been about two months now. But um, I don't think we ever discussed it on the forum. But have you heard that a charter public school in the state of Georgia uh, sent home consent forms, just advise or, or, or letting the parents choose if they want spanking to be a form of discipline for their their child? Um, and then I have just not heard find about out, that. Yeah. Oh, you know. Yeah, that was, and I'm not really sure why it was big news this year because I guess within a, a few states you're still allowed to do that legally. I, I'm sure most people choose not to, mm-hmm. but um, yeah. So that that particular school wanted, you know, he said parents, the principal said parents were allowed to opt in, or just say no, I I choose not to do this. Um, and just how you feel about that? Um, I know recently the, uh, damn, I forgot the 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 organization that came out with it. I think you you said you might have heard of it. Uh, they came out saying that child spanking can have 
uh, irreversible and negative effects on mm-hmm. children. American, the I think something like American Association of Pediatrics, or yeah, that sounds so, about right. Yeah, yeah. Um, you mean how I feel about it? And just in general, um, just this particular school sending that letter home. How would you feel as a as a parent? How would you feel? You know what I mean? Hypothetically, as a parent, or just in in general, like how do you feel about corporal punishment? I wouldn't. I wouldn't want no teachers to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that you know, being I don't, I don't even know what this is. It's um, I don't even know what part of Georgia this is. Is this in the backwoods? I guess nobody's putting no charter school in the backwoods of Georgia, but. I don't want no teacher doing some shit like that to my kid. Maybe some old school shit. Somebody who's of a certain generation. They're like, yeah, I remember back in the day, they would spank your hands with a ruler and shit like that. Mm-hmm. It's not because I don't believe in spanking or I'm completely against it. It's more so because I just don't want no teacher. Like, putting that kind of power into a teacher's hands. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, and- that's, my, that's like, that's my kid. I can't have no teacher disciplining my kid like that, especially in this society, because it's just out of place. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. maybe it go, it go, it plays over well in that part of Georgia, but now this kid has to grow up and maybe go try to find a job in New York or, or Miami or even Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, um, it, it plays an effect on, on just... I think my view on it is differently because I've seen a teacher pick on a kid. You know what I'm saying? I've seen... Um, shout out to my man Jason. I remember when we was in third grade. I want to say together. Um, he had a teacher just. I, she had to have it out for him, bro. I couldn't. I could never like everybody be doing the same shit. She'd pick on Jason. You know what I mean? And that's dangerous to have. I mean, it, it, you see what teachers get in trouble for all the time. It's yeah. like, are we? Do we really want to give them this type of power? Y'all talking about giving teachers guns? I think that's just stupid. <laughs> but before we even go that far, don't definitely. I don't know. It's just like. I want to discipline my child. I can take care of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, let me know. You know what I mean? Like, like inform me. If it's to the point where you can't teach the rest of the class, you know what I'm saying? This person's such a distraction. Get him out. Kick him out the class. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Have security. Escort him out. Uh, you know what I mean? Make make the parent have to take a day off from work to come pick their kid up or whatever the case may be. And that's and we'll take it from there when we go home. But, like, for instance, my daughter, like, sometimes, you know, you, you could peek in the class, and, like, I think I said earlier on this podcast on a different episode, like, there's two teachers, there's, like, a good cop and a bad cop, and it's, like, sometimes I'll see, like, the bad cop, you know, talk to the talk to the kids in a certain way, but I understand the point of it, you know what I'm saying? Like, I understand that that's how you get a group of young kids to fall in line, you know what I'm saying? They're all over the place, but, however... It still is like, mm, like you know what I'm saying. Let me make sure she ain't that ain't that ain't my daughter. She talking to you know what I'm saying. Yeah. It's still a little bit of that. So I could imagine if there was some spanking on top of that, it would be like nah. You know what I mean. So I would definitely return that consent form with a no. Um, I think it's dangerous, and it's on top of getting. Is it public? <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Like I, I, I've, I think the worst thing. I think the reason I'm at where I'm at in life is because my parents ain't never come to school and spank me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I never have to go through that kind of trauma. <laughs> Mom's coming I, through in a head tie, just <laughs> whipping that ass. Whipping you in front dress. of the class. Teacher don't know if they should step in or, or <laughs> just take the whole class out. Like <laughs> nobody I mean, knows what to do in that situation. It's traumatic. That that affects people that see that stuff <laughs> shit like that. So. Well, funny, I was just about to say, like the, that ass whipping at school, I've seen it before. I've seen it like on about two or three occasions when I was younger. It was this was before. Um, beating kids is so taboo. Like you could just whip a kid's ass in public, like a nice beat down, like a, a good thorough one, not just like a, 
you know, like a pinch or something like that, like a nice thorough beat down, right? <laughs> but yeah, so it's interesting that you say that because I was thinking about times where I see kids get their ass whipped and not no half-ass grocery store ass whipping, like it's them 1992 ass whippings where, yeah, it was phasing out, but people still wanted to keep it in the culture. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like be, they be like, I'm the one that still does. <laughs> I still do this in my <laughs> exactly. <house>. Everybody <laughs> wants to be like, I'm the one, even though you're not the only one. But yeah, the moms come to the joint. You see the motion might knock on the door real light. The teacher sees them, acknowledges them, walks out, say what's up. Say, oh, I got the phone call. Um, can I just talk to you and you know Charlie real quick, my kid? Charlie then, already know. Charlie, Charlie already know. Charlie you see Charlie's face, <laughs> and the kids. And the first time you see it, you kind of confused. Uh, so you see the whole class just looks so befuddled. Some every now and then you see one kid that just looks like he knows what's going on. That means he got his ass whipped in front of his friends before. And the t- <laughs> or he went to junior high school with Charlie. Charlie's in elementary. The teacher goes out with the kid, has a quick chat with mom and the kid, and comes back in the classroom but leaves the kid outside with his mom. Then all you see is belt and belts and arms and shit flying. It's crazy. That ass whipping that happens real quick. You know what I'm saying? Like in real time, it might be like five seconds, but when, you, when you're there watching it, it feels like it lasts about three, three full minutes. But the thing about it, though, it affects that kid very negatively, that discipline. But the way it, it affects onlookers is positive because a lot of onlookers of those in-class ass whippings, they don't make a lot of trouble. No, you're, yeah, you're right about that. Like it, it, it probably has more effect on the, the, the observers than the actual kick, because the the one or two kids that I knew that got their ass kicked in school got their ass kicked multiple times. <laughs> yeah. So it's like it was like it's kind of like they were showing out to show that you know what I mean to 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 rebel against that. Like I I, I don't survive the in school ass whooping. What y'all got for me? Now? <laughs> I was just about to say that I was like the the victim the the primary victim of the the in school ass whooping. They usually go on to be felons. And uh, domestic domestic abusers. <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'll get the statistics for you. <laughs> they go on to be that. Everybody who's observed uh, uh, in school ass whooping, not been the victim of one, most of them niggas went to Ivy League schools. Trust me. <laughs> See, <laughs> get, I'll get you the stats. Nah, it, um, this, and it's weird. With, with even just beating your own kid, like, you know how your parents used to, or not, maybe not your parents, but like on TV, you heard this is gonna hurt me more than it hurts you. Like that's a real statement. Like that's it. It, it does. It doesn't give me pleasure to discipline my kid or anything like that. Yeah. But so uh, you know, everybody has their own style, and it's it's, it's you know what you do. But there's uh, there's parents out there that make it a uh uh what's it called psychological <laughs> damage and effect. Like we gonna we gonna lead up to the ass whooping. There's gonna be, there's gonna be and an interlude during the ass whooping. Yeah. Yeah, and that's a real like Marvin Gaye. I seen a documentary about Marvin Gaye. Like his pops, that's how his pops used to whoop him. Like he would just he he would have them sit in a room and read the Bible, and he'd be walking around just snapping the belt in the hallway. <laughs> like I'm like, what in the <laughs> what in the hell? His pops is obviously pretty <laughs> pretty messed up, but uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> for pops Marvin to pick, Gaye, right? <laughs> Marvin Gaye and his dad's relationship ain't nothing to aspire to. <laughs> nah, not at all. <laughs> but <laughs> so that ended. Yeah. But uh, no, nah, just but there's parents out there that really and it, I don't like oh in the black community I always wondered that I was like is this like effects of slavery passed down you know what I'm saying but I guess white people do it too right white people whoop their kids I guess <laughs> uh, yeah I mean 
I, I don't know the answer to that, but I find that black cultures, a lot of it's affected, black American cultures, a lot of it's affected by, you know, the diaspora or the, the movement of, of black people and how they've moved around the country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I, I find that type of stuff fascinating. Like, a lot of people, let's say in the Midwest, the North Midwest, they could trace their, their, their um, you know, like their lineage back to some, like the Deep South. Okay. Like just, and sometimes that, that culture moves with them. You know what I'm saying? Like, how many of your black American friends that, you know, for the somebody that, yeah, I got family in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Well, I got family here and there. Like, we have a family reunion. I'm like, damn, my family. So, my parents are immigrants. So, like, that, dia- that American diaspora, I'm just not, I, I don't have personal experience with it. But, you know, I have a lot of friends whose family, they, they're from down south. And sometimes they bring that kind, that, a lot of that stuff with them from the south to the north. So, in the south, White people and black people, even though historically there's been tons of clashes, that's an understatement, but there's been tons of clashes, they share a lot of like, a lot of cultural things. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. The religion, a lot of the food. They, um, when it comes to whooping your kid though, there's a difference. Like, there's a, I'm doing this to discipline my kid, and then there's, I'm doing this to embarrass my kid. And I think once we start doing it in the schools, and, or publicly, you know what I'm saying? Doing it there's again. A, yeah. There's Making a, America great again. <laughs> there's an embarrassment factor that, that goes in. Like I said, I don't I, I don't know how I would have got through junior high school and high school if I got my ass whooped in front of some girls. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know how you, how you play that up. Like, you would get beat up by somebody and come to school the next day. Like, all right, he came back. He came the next day. You know what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> he didn't take that one day off you get after getting your ass whooped. <laughs> he came back next day. But then I don't know how you bounce back from that mama ass whooping in the hallway. <laughs> like that's, you got transfer. That's it. That's, you that's it. Nigga. You got to put an application in for prep not, school or something. You cannot talk shit to nobody for like a good month. <laughs> month. It's a wrap for the rest of your school year. <laughs> Niggas is bringing that up next September. You know he got his ass kicked. <laughs> yeah, and that's why our kids be dropping out, man. They get that in school ass whooping. You can't go back to school. And you didn't even Nigga, think about that. Yeah, I wonder. Seven if years know. old, drop out of school. You're right about that. Man. But man, uh, so I got one more. Have you heard? Actually, real quick, why not? I mean, we uh already blasted Trump. Why not keep it going? <laughs> uh, have you heard that Trump's Twitter feed is being bombarded with pictures of President Obama in the rain because he canceled a cemetery visit, uh, presumably for Veterans Day, uh, due to weather, <laughs> due to rain in the forecast. You know, I I don't usually like um doing too much Trump talk, but I'll indulge. Man, we got a goofy-ass president. This nigga's goofy because it's raining. That's insane. Just like the history of the... And he wants to be a strongman president. Like the history of the presidency... In the history of the presidency, they like to show that they're willing to stand up for the people against... Particularly against, like, natural... Like, the weather. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you look at when JFK was inaugurated, it was brick cold, like wild cold. It's cold out there in D.C. Uh, during the winter in January, especially. Mm-hmm. And like, he remember Jay Z had the Jay Z had the uh, Patty Labelle hat on that one year. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yo, it's this brick out there. I think JFK didn't wear a jacket to give his inauguration speech. Damn. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they don't be. You don't see presidents wearing hats anymore. Um, Oh, like Obama in the rain. 
Yeah. This man, I don't know if you've seen the pictures. You can search it, but it's like, and it, they're, they're kind of dope. But I don't know. They make Obama kind of look like this superhero, <laughs> like type of feel to it. They had a good photographer. I mean, yeah, well, and then the people are photoshopping them, and then you know what I'm saying, putting some extra lighting on it. But it's just dope that you know what I'm saying. Nah, like, it, it definitely is dope. <laughs> but like that, like what Obama did shouldn't be hailed as some kind of crazy heroic thing because the niggas nah, in nah. the rain. It's not at you all. Know? They just yeah, I think they just know that he he always finds some way to kind of take a dig at Obama. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah his like, um photographer. Well, he just put out a book, and um, he put out a couple of books I think based on like him photo- photographing the Obamas. Mm-hmm. But anyway, like yeah, he always puts pictures up, get uh like on Instagram like giving digs at at Donald Trump. But this is like it's just like a one more example of the goofiness. And the fear is that the president's so goofy. Each goofy thing just gets lost in the, in the sea of goofiness. Him tweeting what he did to California, it's bad enough not to, to say nothing, but if you said nothing, it would have been better than this, mm-hmm. right? But he, he said, tweet something goofy like that. He's shooting foul shots in Puerto Rico, uh, shooting jump shots with, with uh, paper towel. Toilet paper and shit, yeah. No, to pay, uh, toilet paper. Just goofy, like goof, like George W. Bush was goofy, like, but it was like innocently goofy, like that's who he is, but he tried... He tried his best to lead when he could. This president on purpose is just trying to be an asshole. And that's not cool. I'm like, I don't care what policies he has. I can't look past an a asshole. Nah, just, you said you summed it up perfectly right there, bro. <laughs> like, you just summed it up perfectly, man. We're going to segue. Actually, ain't no smooth segue from that, but we just going <laughs> yeah, yeah, no to keep, just keep it there. <laughs> Trump's an asshole. End the show. Um... Next segment that we got on the show today is my favorite segment, man. America's new favorite segment, Dear Perfect Talk. People usually, typically, 95% of the time, send us emails, maybe hit us up on Instagram, and just have questions you know what i mean things that they want us to answer they want to know about you know what i mean expertise i go to keith whenever i need advice so it sounds like america's doing the same thing if you're doing and that man good luck with life bro <laughs> this nah. particular one though is different though it wasn't an email it was actually a co-worker of mine um does listen to the show friend of the show um shout out to my man verse and he's uh, he's got a particular situation doesn't know what to do he's a young young dude he's actually receiving money from like an accident settlement mm-hmm. um and he had like a, you know, I mean, he didn't have an expensive car or nothing like that, but his car ended up getting totaled. Um, he's using his, his parents' car at the moment. But he's about to get like a, you know, significant payday, you know, when you know that money's coming or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he's he's really no, wants to know, like he knows, you know what I'm saying, like he's young. He's, he has the young man ideals. He wants a nice car. You know, he wants a fast car. He wants something to show off him. Um, but, exactly, exactly. But he's also sensible. He's not, he's not you know what I mean, an ignorant guy. So he's like... I don't want to have. I don't want to be broke when I'm 30. You know what I'm saying? And and, and you know what I mean. So he, he his, his dilemma right now is: should he buy a car while he's young, able to enjoy it, or should he sit on the money? And it's it's funny because I I think the everyone's gonna say sit on the money. You know what I'm saying? Like a car depreciates the value, obviously from an economic standpoint. But I guess it's more so from like just a life standpoint. Uh, we both being in our mid 30s, like like I would definitely say. Uh, you know, sit on the money, maybe try to find some way to invest it and turn it into more money. But I can also understand where his dilemma comes from, where you're like, man, I'm only young once. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and 
big lump sums of money don't really always come. You know, for some people, maybe they do, but for the majority of people, I don't think they come that often. Um, so I kind of see where his dilemma is at. Uh, his, you know what I mean? Like, and if he was my son, I'd just I'd be like, save the money, get get another hoop, get get you from point A to point B, because I'd rather have the nice car when I'm 35. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And looking at pictures of when I was 25. But- yeah, I mean, it's a tough one. The thing that makes it most tough is people will say stuff like, yeah, the girls will be there. Nah, they really won't. They won't, nigga. <laughs> They'll look different, He's- too. <laughs> how old is he? Did he say how old he was? Yeah, you know, it's my whole, I, I don't know his age exactly. I'm assuming he's around, uh, I know he's in his mid 20s, so I'm saying he's 24. Okay, let's say, yeah. let's say 24. You know, you're in shape and, and all this shit. You're in shape just because you're 24. Like, you don't have exercise or nothing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Your skin all smooth, no stress. You ain't got nothing, none, none of them bags under your eyes, no crow's feet. This is a good time to get some, you know, pull some ladies. You, you <laughs> know this is when it, this is when it's easy. The only thing about the average 24, 24 year old though is that they broke, so that, that complicates things. But I think the the looks and personality trumps it at that time. By the time you get thirty five. You're all jaded by the world. You're all dark in your, your conversation. You're no longer charismatic. You're not as good looking. It's tough to keep the weight off. So I, I get it. You want to strike when the iron's hot. Get a whip now and really, really go ham in them streets once it comes to pulling some ladies. But you gave two choices. Should this guy save or should this guy buy a whip? He should do neither, right? No, you didn't say save. You said should he sit on it or should he buy a whip? He should do neither. He should be trying to invest it somehow and making it um, appreciate in value, whether that's buying stocks, bonds, money markets, um, investing in a friend's business. Real estate. Real, real estate, whatever it is. He should be trying to make that money grow. I, yeah, and I, I, I agree with you. I, and that, that's, I'm like, bro, because that, that was the advice I wanted to give him. But then I'm like, you're only 24 once, man. <laughs> and then also, I guess maybe part of me is kind of thinking too. I didn't obviously. I, I, I got, actually I did get an accident in my in my mid uh, 20s, and, and I did get a settlement, got a um a different car out of it. But I got like a practical car for what I was doing. I was DJing at the time, so I got an SUV, not a not an oversized one, nothing crazy, just to you know transport my equipment around. I probably could have got a, a wagon, you know what I'm saying? I probably could have got something that was better on gas, but I got like a little SUV. But I always like. In his situation, I'm thinking like if you start that habit of maybe getting nice things at in your twenties, maybe that'll continue on in your thirties and your forties. You know what I'm saying? You kind of build in a, a standard for yourself. No, yeah, no, in a good way. Like you like, hey, this is the standard that I want. I want this is the car I want for myself. You know what I'm saying? Like in my twenties and it, you kind of set your goal for it and you get it. And then I kind of like think like maybe th- 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 that could be a good habit forming. You know what I'm saying? Now in your thirties, you you're not going for the the thing that's not going to make you happy. You're going to go for what makes you happy. You know what I'm saying? And 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 hopefully do it in a responsible way. Hopefully you're not taking it from anything else. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, you know what I'm saying? So that's kind of where my dilemma came from it. We're, we're really giving advice. Like, hey, man, you only young once. I don't even really know if it's for ladies or if it's just he genuinely likes, you know, fast cars and shit like that. But this um, is a, I'm saying a lot of this stuff without knowing the guy's finances. This guy could be a, a physician and getting run into some money. But like, well, true, you know, I'm looking to yeah. try to find, <laughs> should spend some money now, you know. He's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can tell you he's not. <laughs> okay. I mean, if you just, in general, your financial situation ain't right like that, do not buy no crazy car. Yeah. I mean, there, there could be a compromise. Like, I wanted a nice car, so I bought a brand new car when I was 23. Okay. And I bought a brand new car. I just came out of school and got me, got me a little job, had me a little money in my pocket. It's a coupe, right? 
the coupe, yeah, but it was a Honda Accord. So I was, I really wanted an Infinity, mm-hmm. but Infinity, Infinity money wasn't smart to spend. I shouldn't even bought that car. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it, it, it cost, it cost, it was in the mid twenties with the cost. The Infinity might have been like um, something like mid thirties. So I was like, all right, not, not that, but that was my compromise. I should have compromised more, but that is to say that. You don't have to go crazy and buy some some wild Range Rover. If you don't want the 4.6, get the 4.0. And you may be asking, what's the difference between the 4.0 and the 4.6? <laughs> <laughs> you, Do they even sell those anymore? Nah, they probably don't even sell. <laughs> you got leather? Um, <laughs> nah, but there's a thing with that, because I, I think I, I'm maybe more so where, where we come from than, you know, like everywhere in the country. But we, we see a lot of people with nice cars that have financial problems. Like that's And it's stupid. Yeah, Lexuses, BMWs, Mercedes Benz, whatever you consider nice cars. I, I know people with all with all of them, not 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 all of them, but you know, say people people that have one of those and still go through financial stuff. You know what I mean? So, like, it, it to me the status symbol thing of having a car for the status symbol, it never it never fooled me. I never was like, oh, this, oh, you got a Beamer. You know what I'm saying? Like you must have like I never thought like that because I always seen people struggling with nice cars. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, if you want to feel what the car feels like, you can go to a track and, and rent a car, or you could just rent the car. Period, and have a nice night out with a lady. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you could just rent a car. You could there's like new apps out where you could call like car sharing, or you could rent a car from another person. They do that in New York. Every time I see them commercials, it'd be like not in New York. Oh, I, I could see that. I mean, I, yeah, I could see that. I, I, I know they exist, but not. this is me not knowing where the guy lives. I don't know what job. I, I just don't know a lot about this person. But <laughs> I would just say as a general principle, this guy is not doing great financially, but fell into some money. Just don't be a dick and do what poor people do when they get money. You know what I'm saying? Just don't be an asshole. Invest the bread and mm-hmm. make a compromise in a car. That's not to say don't get a car. This is to say that instead of getting a Honda, maybe a Accord, maybe get a Civic. Instead of getting an Infinity, maybe get a Nissan. Like shit like that. Or maybe instead of getting brand new, get two years old certified, certified pre-owned. That's it. No, that's good. That is good advice. And people, you gotta like. People don't want to do that. They like you didn't want to compromise that much. You know what I'm saying? I hear that in a moment, but. It makes me think of this dude I worked with. When, um, I didn't work with him for long, but I remember like sitting with him in the break room, and he was like, "He was like, yeah, I won the lottery," and I was like, "Where? How much did you end up winning?" And he was like, "A couple million," and you know what I mean. I really just wanted to sit there and be like, "Well, what happened?" But I could tell it was. <laughs> it's like talking to somebody about like a sickness kind. Of, you know what I'm saying? Like you kind of want to be sensitive, but you just like how. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying How you do it bro But it's it's You don't want to be that person You know what I mean Well hold up what ha- Oh he didn't Oh you didn't ask him Cause I'm curious what happened He, I, he just said he spent, spent the money Like an idiot Like oh, okay <laughs> Like you I know was- what I mean Like most people don't They don't sit there And keep a track of their finance Cause they don't They're not aware of how much A million dollars is Right And you know then you get taxed and stuff on it Exactly But then yeah, yeah. But Damn what did I guess once you get that that I think that's common money, with lot- lottery winners Like that they lose them Or they commit suicide <laughs> that's the other okay. common common well, thing I hear, but uh, it's a good ad for the ad for the lottery. That's a good sponsor to try to get. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Um, but yeah, the, like I, I do hear stuff like that. But that, yeah, no, that 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 shit like that's like the thirty for thirty broke. Yeah, like, like damn, bro, how it happened? So verse, I guess to sum it up, be smart with your money, though. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like invest, nice co- yeah, get in the stock with, market because you could turn your money. You could turn in fifteen market. into thirty. You know what I'm saying? Thirty into sixty. So you never know. I, I, that's what most of where I'm at in life in terms of thinking about stuff. I can I can drive the 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 Chevy or the the 
the Ford or the even the the Hyundai if I had to, you know what I'm saying? So it's like just it's gets me from point A to point B. I ain't got no beef with it. So, but I'm different. I'm thirty. You know what I'm saying? At a different point in my life, I got a kid and different things I'm thinking about. So, even somebody without a kid should be should be thinking that way. I mean, I get it. It's easy to say from from my perch in the thirties, but uh, just don't be an asshole. I guess is my advice to everybody. All right. So yeah, that was uh the Dear Perfect Talk segment. Right there. Whenever y'all got any questions or anything you want to know, I'm going to hit y'all with the email at the end of the episode. So make sure you stay tuned to that. Or you can hit us up on Instagram. I'll make sure I give y'all that information too. Call me um, now. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. Like, and I, I don't know if it's a, a me thing. I think I think you might be similar to me with this, in this respect. But this is like ritualistic thing with holidays that like, I think we all buy ourselves, like we all fall into, but then at the same time, we'll complain about the stress about it. So for instance, like Thanksgiving, people feel like they have to go travel to see their family or, you know what I'm saying, go cross the country or whatever. Um, or even the Black Friday aspect of it, they'll complain about the lines, but no one said you had to go out that day. No one said you had to like do anything. Like, for instance, I, mean, I was thinking about it because I'm getting a tooth pulled two days before Thanksgiving. Um, and I was just... I, Damn, nigga, you ain't think about that scheduling? No, I did it on purpose, actually, because I don't want to gain the holiday weight. Okay. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? I was kind of like... Perverse, but effective. <laughs> but I'm not on, I'm not even a Thanksgiving person like that. I'm not big on Thanksgiving like that. So Explain um, that. What, what is not a Thanksgiving person? A person who grew up in a household where Thanksgiving was usually big arguments more than big meals, if that makes sense. So I, I came really to your crib for, for Thanksgiving mm-hmm. a couple times. Yeah, yeah. You should, I'm not... It was 100% crib, of the time. I mean. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Motherfuckers, I guess was over, so they. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you wasn't seeing the blood on the walls and shit like that. <laughs> that, that was nah. an ignorant thing for me to say, but I came over. Y'all niggas never argued, but I'm like, <laughs> like you lying, nigga. That's that's like when people say, yeah, a murderer, a mass murderer. People are like, yeah, he was a great guy. This nigga was nice at plumbing. He was. <laughs> Couldn't be him. <laughs> Couldn't be him. But yeah, five bodies in his backyard and shit. Like that. No. Also, you would no. say from your upbringing, like it was. Yeah, it's just, it just never, like, the concept of Thanksgiving, being grateful, I'm 100% with that. I think definitely, you know what I'm saying, if you can spend time with your family or whatever, then that's cool. But I I, I don't necessarily feel like you got to eat a bunch of food because it's Thanksgiving, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. People, or, or you got to go out because it's Black Friday. Like, that that part of it, the ritualistic stuff of it, I'm not really into. Because I feel like that stresses people out. Like, that's probably was the cause of a lot of the arguments, you know what I'm saying, growing up. It's like, people just feel this, like... Uh, pressure for it to be a certain way for it to look like it was on TV, but not to lose the, the subject of where I was going, really. Um, but like, the, just Halloween, too. I was like, Halloween just passed, and I wasn't, I, I was, I'm not a Halloween person. I don't, that's the dumbest holiday ever to me. Like, that is like just an excuse to spend money. And if you rock with it, no, I'm not saying nothing about you. I think at a certain point in your life, it's fun. Like, Beyonce seems to be really into it, but I kind of get the vibe like she wasn't into it in her younger year, you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, so she's like reliving something right now and, and, and doing that. It just, for me though, it just seems like, uh, or you, uh, I don't know. I never got, I never liked Halloween. I don't even, <laughs> the, 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 like, the scary images and the, I never got it. It never was my thing, man. Well, I mean, <clears throat> so there's things that, that I feel like that about, particularly, and it sounds bad because I'm married, but like the, the concept of an engagement ring, that was like made up. By the jewelry industry, and I sound mm-hmm. like a conspiracy theorist. Like, yeah, the the drug industry did created AIDS, but nah, like the jewelry industry literally, the bears literally created the concept of 
engagement rings to say that yeah, I'm no, going to marry that's you. That's crazy you said that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, never, I never thought about that. I always just, yeah. Is that real? Like, it was in, uh, uh, I guess, the wedding rings were around a lot longer than engagement rings. Well, saying. wedding rings is like an actual thing. It's circular yeah. and it signifies for evidence and all that type of shit. But engagement rings, because the way weddings used to work was like, um, well, you, can I take your hand and make you go to, go to the dad and stuff, like the traditional way? I'm going to mm-hmm. marry your daughter. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. And you'd be like, yeah, I'm going to marry you, lady. And she was like, that's cool. And then y'all get married within six months. Six months would be a long time, but it would be like within six months. Mm-hmm. But then it became like an engagement thing, like a build up to that. So I get a ring and I propose to you. You know, there's ladies engaged. And that's it. Like, that's what it is now. So there's like this big build up to it. I never liked Valentine's Was Valentine's Day? You said uh, um... Valentine's Day is another one. The, uh, yeah. Valentine's Day. Um, there was another. Th- th- that was something like a, there's a big marketing thing around it. Now you have to get gifts. Like it's for love, but like you think about love, is love should be like sitting down at your, your dinner table, maybe cooking something up and talking mm-hmm. in a very meaningful way. Like that's what what love is to me. But you know, this is show around a lot of stuff, and I, it sounds like that's what you don't like about. The how the Halloween stuff. Yeah, it's like uh, I guess maybe the putting your kid on. It's like like I I literally see people spend mad money on costumes and stuff like that. And it, I I think I've seen statistics on how much money <laughs> the costume industry makes. It's, it's ridiculous for like a one month span. You know what I'm saying? Like it's 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 cool. Like it's like I said, if it's for you and you got the time for it. Rock out, have a good time. I'm not knocking anybody's fun. It just never feel, it never felt like the thing for me. And then, like, people don't even know how to act with it now. Like, <laughs> Megan Kelly talking about blackface was accepted when I was a kid. You got, uh, <laughs> you got, you got this kid. Uh, well, she lost the show over that. But you got uh, a kid dressed up as Hitler because his parents dressed him like that. What's the, um, Al Roker caught backlash for dressing like. Uh, Almost a Doc Martin, dressing <laughs> like dressing like, the, <laughs> dressing like uh, Doc from um, Back to the Future. Like what? <laughs> that shit. Yeah, that's the fuck ridiculous. Out of me. I like, think some people just want to be outraged, but I, I feel I, I know you're you're skeptical of a lot of celebratory events, mm-hmm. and uh, it sounds like you're just taking the worst of Halloween. I mean, just the normal Halloween is enough to be mad at at certain points. But he said the Instagram posts and <laughs> billions of dollars running through the costume injury, in, industry, and like, like those are the most insidious parts of it. But like there's regular parts of it where like just people getting dressed up or the slutty nurse stuff. Oh, that's another thing. It gets chicks hella sick <laughs> going into the flu season, mm-hmm. like because because of that shit. Because it's hella cold. No, I, I, like I said, I, I don't want to seem like a party pooper right now. I'm the type of dude, like, I wouldn't, you ever see somebody show up to a costume party with no costume? Yeah. yeah that's stupid to me. That's, <laughs> that's just like, bro, if you're not going to participate, then, then don't, don't take part in it. You know what I mean? Like, if you're going to be, if you're going to be down, be down. I mean, if it's your good friend's party and you want to go, but you just didn't have time. A lot, that's a, a lot of people get caught like that. They didn't get time to pick out a costume or for them, they didn't realize how big of a thing Halloween was. It might be their first Halloween party. Mm-hmm. And they just thought that they would have been the only, you know, like, oh, nobody's gonna be wearing costumes like that. Then everybody wear costumes. <laughs> like shit no. like that happens. No, I, I would imagine. I see it happen. Because <laughs> I'm not a party pool, but I hate Halloween. I hate Thanksgiving. <laughs> I hate Christmas. <laughs> Christmas is cool. I like Christmas, but I wish I, I could but, be Jehovah Witness. <laughs> the uh, the 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 proximity of Valentine's Day to Christmas, I have a problem with. 
Because <laughs> I'm like the two the two month gap, three month, not, two it's, months. It's less, barely less a month. month. It's, it's yeah. like a month and change. Yeah. <laughs> like, bro, it's like, yo, we just did this. <laughs> we just went over this. What do you want from me? <laughs> nah, but I'm, I'm just, you know, what I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm just letting y'all know what grinds my gears, man. Yeah, I mean, th- the Thanksgiving thing though, I, I, I see. I mean, to get together. I mean, food is like the language. They say music is the language of of everybody, and but food is also another language of the heart that everybody mm-hmm. could get on the same page with, and to sit around with people and literally break bread. That idea of breaking bread with people that joint. You know, probably the creation of our, our damn uh, world, like breaking bread with people, like that, taking that chance to do that is a big deal. So nowadays where people don't stay in their hometowns and the families aren't as big, I think something like Thanksgiving is one of those necessary things to, to bring people together. So as far as me disagreeing a little bit with you, I so basically my, my point is that I hate engagement rings, but I like certain holidays. That's my thesis. No, no, and I, I feel you too. I, you know what's good about Thanksgiving, I guess, for us, because we have West Indian family members, that, like, it's always good to have a West Indian person around because they're going to tell you the real. Like, <laughs> <laughs> for instance, like, at work this week, my uh, West Indian home, I, I, I don't want to mess up where he's from. Um, I'm a, maybe Trinidad, I want to say. It just, out of nowhere, though, he's just like, yo, this dude's getting mad fat since he's been working in the office talking about me. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, I ain't even, I'm like, where'd I come from? Like, we cool like that? Yeah, <laughs> you know and everything. Yeah. But you Yo, know what I'm saying? West people don't mind talking about weight. I don't know. What, I, ne- <laughs> I never lived in the in the West Indies, but they like, like you be hurt, like extra hurt. <laughs> and they, be they hurt. would say some shit so casually, like, look at this fatas. <laughs> this fatas in my chair. I'm like, yo, nigga, this what? Damn, damn grandma. <laughs> Word. Nah, it was like, bro, but but I ain't gonna lie, sent me on that elliptical though. Yeah, <laughs> and then we was like, all right, all right, I'll see you. <laughs> you gonna get yours. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, but um, so that, that hopefully that works. A lot of mashed potatoes and sweet potatoes, I guess, for Thanksgiving and shit. Right. Probably doing that at you. But um, let's wrap it up, man. That was episode four seven right there, bro. Getting up there, getting up there. Check, check. One, two. Yeah, yeah. Keith, if people want to find you on social media, where would my, they go to find me, you, dog? Me and my underscore 35 Instagram. Sort and sweet. If you want to find your boy, click a peasy. You can actually find me on Instagram under the name at click a peasy. P-L-I-C-C-A-P-E-E-Z-Y. Check us out at Perfect Talk Radio on Instagram. That's how you find us. Um, uh, let me see. At perfect. Sorry. Oh, you could uh, email us. Perfect talk. Podcast. I like how at the end you start sounding like that kid who about to read out aloud in front of the class. <laughs> Have a tough time. He said, uh, 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 uh on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but uh, yeah, check us out on. I uh, say, so if you want to have questions to Dare Perfect Talk, send your emails to at Perfect Talk Radio. Sorry, Perfect Talk Radio at gmail.com. And I'm trying to think. If we got anything else going on, oh, what's your Netflix pick of the week or any television picks of the week? Podcast pick of the week, man. What you what you into this week, bro? Well, I still got to watch Saturday Night Live. I got it on my DVR. Okay, so that's big. I just ha- got me my little sports package on PlayStation View. And I, I think it was like five or ten dollars extra. Mm-hmm. But I've never really purchased a sports package before. It's nothing crazy. You got like NBA TV, um, NFL. What's the joint? Um, the NFL Network. Network. Uh, SEC network, you know, a couple, like an extra ESPN or two. 
Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, it's dope, man. I can watch sports anytime I want. <laughs> like it's like it's like extra. I'm not even like huge on sports. Like I watch football, basketball. That's pretty much it. I don't really follow the other sports, but just to turn on real quick and just catch a college game. You know, and there's always like we play games on NBA TV and um NFL Network. I've noticed that. Yeah. So if, you, if you miss one game, it ain't the end of the world. But nah, yeah, that's PlayStation View. Get a sports package. That's my TV recommendation. Yeah, I ain't gonna front. I like it too, man. That's, uh, I've been on it for about a month or two now, and it's worth it. It's the move. It definitely sling. Sorry. <laughs> I, was, I, I was a sling person for maybe a year, two years maybe, but I had to move on. PlayStation View it has been the move. And we about to move up out of here, man. We will catch y'all next week. Make sure y'all are safe out there. Thoughts and prayers to everybody dealing with just the fires in California, the tragedy that happened out there. Everybody hold your head up and happy Veterans Day, y'all. Say goodbye to people, dog. A hundred. Peace.